The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast, featuring Dave Cariello, Andrew Juge, Ralph Malbro, and, when he decides to show up, Kevin Hell. We are the perfect blend of Saints sincerity and stupidity. How many RPMs would it take for the Heliocopter to actually fly away, and how many fumbles would happen as a result? <laughs> well... That's a trick question because you can only fumble once. If you're not having fun when your team is 11 and 2 <laughs> and winning back to back division titles for the first time in 50 years, then you need to stop watching. And now, here's your host, Ralph Malbro. Oh my God, it really happened. <laughs> we, I love it. We, we have a love brand it. new. Open. I will get to that in just a second. And the live stream is working. And also. the live stream is working. I hope you bought can get goods. The apocalypse is upon us. Um, but before the apocalypse happens, I want to tell you about our new fl- our new our friends at Tick Splits, the official <laughs> ticket provider of the Armchair Media Network. Unlike other ticket providers that sneak in extra fees and unexplained service charges, at Tick Splits. The price you see is the price you pay. If you want to see your favorite player get in his licks, maybe that's Hakeem Nix, Hakeem Hicks, or HaHa ha Clinton Dix, go to TixBlitz.com, enter the promo code ARMCHAIR at checkout to receive 5% off your total ticket purchase. That's T-I-X-B-L-I-T-Z.com. Promo code ARMCHAIR, TixBlitz, guaranteed seats, guaranteed emotions. What the hell is going on? You read the ad right? The new intro? What, 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 this is Bizarro World. <laughs> All yeah, right. book, Booking the Territory just said on our chat room that it was a nice opening. Uh, take shelter. The live stream is working. The end is near. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, quick quick plug. Mike helped me with the live stream Saturday, and we did a drunk history on Ricky Jackson. That'll be posting Friday check that out you but you're gonna have to pay seven dollars a month to get that sweet baby all right look before we get to Saints news we got to talk about the open um let's just be honest uh you people when I first sent it to you you hated it uh Andrew you said it was worse than the open we had uh this is why bands break up I think it really hurt my feelings I think uh, the words it, I used were unspeakable trash yes it was terrible the problem what was was twofold. One, the music that I looked for, I it sucked so bad that I tried to hide the crappiness of the music by making jokes and having sound bites. So that was such a disaster. I got so frustrated with it. I just cut out everybody's name and just dropped in the jokes. And y'all were like, "Where's everybody's names? How are they gonna oh, know who the that, fuck we are?" And my wife that, told me that when I did it. But I was like, "I'm not my wife. I don't even. And my wife. I don't even care." Um. <laughs> So we're Andrew, alive. but Andrew, tell the people you were after you heard it. You're like Ralph. I will find you music. Tell the people what you asked me, what I wanted for the music, the vibe that I wanted. Oh, oh yeah. You uh, let's see. I think the exact words you said were, "I want John Wick murdering people." And all I have to say <laughs> is, if you listen to that music I just provided, I delivered. It is. It is. Nailed it. I, I have to say, I totally understand why Andrew is successful in his life booking bands and doing all the music stuff he did. Because he did in 45 minutes last night what it I couldn't do in a week listening to shitty, shitty royalty-free music. Thanks, pal. So. It's true. Um... Dave, your thoughts. You're like the star of the new open. You got the the best jokes. Well, you... yeah, yeah, I, I well, I, 
I don't know if we wanted to divulge this, but there is an alternate opening that we may or may not. Uh, oh, we we may. But, we may. But we that. got. <laughs> um, uh, and I feel like I'm also the star in that one too. So uh, all I can say, <laughs> all I can say is, you're welcome. <laughs> it's true. I mean, but I got like I felt like I had to go where the comedy was, and those are the best. Those are the well, best people, clips I can find. But we'll, we'll. You know why? You know why it makes me feel good because look, Andrew. We all have our roles here. Ralph, you're the host. <laughs> um, Andrew, he's the one that actually provides thoughtful and insightful Saints news and all that. And uh, me, uh, I just I can be funny sometimes. So that's it. Sometimes. 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 So it's nice to get carried away here. It's nice, it's, it's nice to be appreciated, and it's nice for my for, for my, my my best work to really come through and be highlighted. And and by the way, speaking of me, uh, man, I, Dave really needed the ego. <laughs> I, I did want to give a shout out to uh, Ken Kenneth uh, Ardwan, uh who came by the store, and he uh, he he. he he had me pass along a message to Ralph saying, get a new fucking show open. Uh, and so it Ralph motivated me. Like, it, did, it, did, it did really Bang, motivate me. Baby. That's for you, Ken. <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, but thanks for coming in the store. It's always nice to meet yeah, listeners. You should have come in the store two years ago. <laughs> Where have you been the last two years? <laughs> if that's all it took. Uh, and uh, no, but he came in and he had, he had such nice things to say about the show and, and us. And, uh, you know, he had mentioned he had been in a motorcycle accident and he listened to us, uh, you know, while he was laid up in bed and, you know, we helped him get through uh, some of those, you know, that, that, that at least that tough time. Uh, so it's, it's humbling. It's humbling to know that there's actually people out there. So yeah, thank man, you. That's, that's incredible. Yeah, it is. And, awesome. you know, the people were really excited about the when I told them that I had the new open done. Side note, I was so excited that I got it done. I accidentally texted Nick Underhill. I texted Nick Underhill, assholes, I got the new opens ready. And Nick Nick texted me back, you're an asshole. I, I texted him back, thumbs up, completely deserved. Uh, Name drop as he leaves by the way, us. By the way, everyone, Ralph texts with Nick Underhill. That's That's the takeaway here. That's what he was trying to get across, in case you were curious. <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is. Name drop. That was, su- that was subtle, Ralph. Subtle. It was. It was real subtle. And by the way, Nick, um, we, know, we know where Nick is going now, right? He's gone. Yeah. So, yeah. No, but we know where he's going. Where he's yeah, going. Yeah, the athletic, yep. The athletic. Every other sports writer on earth, where they all go. They're Just paying one? Paying them. Go ahead, Dave. Just saying. I mean, they're, they're willing to pay the money, so... Here, People are going to know where the money is. Here's my only criticism of The Athletic. Could one fucking person that goes to The Athletic just tweet out the Mad Men clip of Don, Dra- Don Draper saying, that's what the fucking money is for, instead of like... There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate.
600 words about how they're going to do amazing work at the athletic. Just be like, they paid me a giant bag of money. So I'm working there. Like, just one person. I just want one person to do that. Um, well, so, it's, it's really, it's not 600 words. It's really like 150 and then it cuts off. At, well, le- at least for me. No, because whenever they have a new person, they let you they let you read that one for free. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, so the Saints, Dave, had actual news. Uh, Jared Cook is not official official, but it's getting closer. He may or may not be signed. Closer, by August, I, warmer. I feel like I feel like I'm I'm in that moment where I have my Jared Cook jersey. I haven't purchased it on NFL.com, but it's in the queue, and I'm. <laughs> You're just getting, about to push the yeah, button. It's, it's you're getting reminder. You've saved yeah, it for you're, later. Right? You're getting reminder emails every day that uh, <laughs> there's an item in your cart that you need to check out. That's true. God, by the way, have you guys ever shopped in that NFLshop.com? Their their emailing is, is nonstop. Like, I, I get five emails a day from them. If I, only I, there was a mechanism where you could click to somehow unsubscribe from emails. Uh, but then I'm gonna miss something, you know. Then I'm gonna miss, you know. <laughs> Dave doesn't want to miss. Dave doesn't want to miss that sixty percent off of Saints the Willie Small Sneed table. jersey. I want. I want the ninety percent off the Willie Sneed jersey. <laughs> <laughs> what say? What ex Saints player in the last few years, if you saw their jersey at a TJ Maxx for like eight dollars? Would you be super excited to get? <laughs> well, it, it's funny you should ask this Rant because Browner. for me, my <laughs> so my brother-in-law, I, I actually got her this for her birthday. My brother-in-law is engaged, and uh, there is zero chance that his fiance is listening to this podcast right now or ever. But uh, her name is Meredith, so so I got her a Cam Meredith jersey for her birthday. It's probably. <laughs> Like, besides Cam Meredith's family, I'm assuming the only Cam Meredith jersey, Saints jersey, that's been purchased since he signed. But uh, I did... He represents all that is soulless and wrong. That's you, Juge. Yeah. (laughs) Now, Meredith re-signed, right? Didn't he? Isn't he that news, too? He didn't re-sign. He took a pay cut. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're right. Well, he... He was under contract. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Well, the Saints were probably like, we're going to cut you or you take less money. Definitely. Yeah. And he took a massive pay cut. So, like... um, But I have to say, I think the Junior Galette jersey for, like, six bucks at TJ Maxx... I'd be, I'd be pumped about... I, I, I couldn't wear it out that. in public, but I could wear it around my house, and it would be funny to me. And just, like, a PJ t-shirt or something? Yeah. Ugh. Or maybe, like... Um, Every time I'll put Sidani giggles a little bit. Yeah. See, I, I don't know, man. I, I feel like Junior Gillette is, is top five, like, we should talk about this. Jarris like Bird, no, Jarris Bird, I think. Jarris Bird would be my, my number one. That you wouldn't wear? I would wear. I would want. Like, he would be, oh. he, I take it back. I don't want Gillette. Jarris Bird. Because Jarris Bird has all the disappointment of Junior Gillette, but none of the beating on women and, uh, doing horrible things so what, baggage. What, what's, what's the what are we like what's the uh i, I guess what, what's the motivation here because if it's tongue-in-cheek then that's one thing but like are we are we saying like cult hero jerseys like no any Brian, Brian it just Mellon has to be or, it just has to be a jersey that you would see it it can be anything you want you would see it at tj maxx and it would be six dollars and you'd be like i'm getting that but it has like, to be like a rarity or is it a no it could be whatever you want for the saints oh, it could okay. be whatever you want jarris bird would be mine just God damn, Juge, stop over-fucking-thinking this. <laughs> I mean, Jarris Bird just seems so random. Why? Why Jarris Bird? I don't know. Because it was cause... such a disaster. Because it's so fucking <laughs> ironic. Because it, it, like, he demarks <laughs> the beginning. He he is the demarcation of the disaster starting and the four, the 7 and 9 sadness loop of 14, 15, Okay, but even, even if you're going tongue-in-cheek, like, I can't find any justifiable reason that you would ever wear a Junior Gillette jersey. Yeah, that's true. It was a bad choice by me. That's why I switched to Bird. Okay, so you pick Bird. Dave, what do you pick? Uh, <laughs> I, I was just I kidding. mean, can you can you go old school here? How how far back can you go? 
I mean, you got to well, be realistic. Ralph like, I would love a Troy Davis jersey, but I'm not getting that at the TJ Maxx. Mm. I don't know. Maybe Pierre Thomas. Oh, yeah. Man. I think I'm going to go Brett Besh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mario Bates. <laughs> nice. Lorenzo Neal before he got fat and turned into a fullback. We could go all day. Um, so Dave, you you brought up Cameron Cameron Meredith. He took a pay cut. That was actual Saints news this week too. Um, and I want to say, I'm excited. Like I'm excited the Saints brought him back. I think that's a potentially bigger deal than people make it out to be. What was your initial reaction to the Saints making poor Cam Meredith take a seventy percent pay cut? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I like it. I'm happy about it. Um, you know, last year, he just didn't really seem to get healthy. Uh, and now he's got a, a, a whole other year. So it's possible maybe this year he finally turns into the receiver that everybody was uh, expecting last year. But um, I like the fact that the Saints aren't ready to give up on him. So uh, like you said, it could be... Could be a, a sneaky under the radar signing. It could be one of the ones we look back, you know, uh, at the end of next season, look back and saying, you know, that it, having Cam Meredith was uh, was a good, you know, just from a depth perspective and uh, all that. I mean, he doesn't need to be, uh, and nobody's expecting him to be um, amazing or to be, you know, some some awesome red zone target for Drew Brees. But so, I mean, even if even if the Saints are able to get just a little production out of him. Uh, I'd, I'd call it a win for sure. And now he's, what do they got him down to, like one and a half million or something like that? Was yeah, that like 1.3 million, I think it was. Uh, and come I on, mean, that's, that's a bargain. I'm excited. Andrew, me and you were unreasonably excited about him last year. Like, we were, we were texting each other YouTube clips of him, and I want to get back to the love affair that I had with him when they signed him last year. I feel like I, I, I don't want to give up on him. Uh, because his YouTube his YouTube highlights for the that one year that he had for the Bears was really nice. So like, I, I like him. He can he can still be something. And his knee was wasn't it like a totally destroyed knee? Like it wasn't it wasn't just uh, one knee ligament. Wasn't it like the trifecta disaster knee injury? Yes. Yeah. He he blew it up completely. Um, and I think it was even at the beginning of the season. So he missed the whole year, and it stood to. You stood to think that he could maybe play and be okay just because he had a full year to recover, but obviously um, he had to get that scoped and cleaned out midseason, and it knocked him out for the year. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think it was a good move by Meredith because, I mean, if you think about it, like Meredith is coming off IR after being on IR for a whole season. So if the Saints cut him, I mean, he's not getting any better than the minimum. Like no, no one is – I mean, maybe he's getting – an offer in training camp and even then like he's not going to be high on the depth chart you know he's going to be battling for a roster spot so I think he comes into a good situation with the Saints where they haven't signed a receiver and uh, I mean the number two spot behind Michael Thomas is up for grabs um, and if he comes in healthy and plays well he can still get that so it's a good situation for him and even taking a two million dollar pay cut he's still making more than the minimum with the Saints so um, I think yeah, I think it would have been dumb for him to say, no, release me, I'll, I'm, I want to go elsewhere. I, I still think this is a good opportunity for him if he can get his leg right. Yeah, I mean, and that brings it to a wider uh, point about receiver. And, and I guess my question is this. Dave, it's my, it's my question, that, it's my go-to question that I ask all the time. I'm giving you $200, and now you don't have to travel to Vegas. You can go to the Gulf Coast. Because they got mm, Eagle Here I come. Borovage, baby. I'm giving you $200. And I say Cam Meredith, Traquan Smith, Kirk Underwood. Uh, <laughs> what is it? Uh, Kirk. Uh, I just butchered. Kirkwood. I, I made up a whole name there. <laughs> Kirk Underwood. Hey. It's like, like the, you know, you, you went all uh, House of Cards <laughs> on us. Frank, Frank Underwood. Do you know what his first name is, Ralph? Uh, Keith. Keith. It's Keith Kirkwood. Yeah, you nailed it. All right. Well, Andrew, we got the I live stream working. I nailed the tick splits ad. We got the new <laughs> open. I mean, 
You knew shit this was going to go off the rails at some oh, point. Yeah, yeah. What more can you ask for? <laughs> exactly. Um, but if I said to you, uh, Kirkwood, Meredith, Traquan Smith, $200, which one of them is catching 40-plus passes? Pick one. Ooh, I think... I think I'm still. I think I'm still gonna go Traquan. Um, I'm not ready to give up on him. I, I think in year two he can make a big jump, and I still think he's got a lot of potential. So he's tweeting I still out think, pictures of he was working out with Michael Thomas. Yeah, I mean, I still think um, you know Kirkwood could have a decent year, and um, I, I still think Meredith's got a big hill to climb. Um, I'm hopeful. Uh, I haven't, I haven't given up on him, but yeah, I would say. But of all those, I still think. Traquan Smith has the most potential. Dave? Uh, I was going to say Kirkwood. Uh, I like Kirkwood, too. I mean, he, he, he was came big. on strong last season. He late, made late the last. huge catch against Philadelphia, and I feel like like, it wasn't so much that, you know, Ben Watson being out and, and Josh Hill being out and Kirkwood. It wasn't so much individually that they – you know, besides the ref fucking fucking the Saints versus Rams, it's not that those guys individually being out was a tilt, tipping point, but all three of them, it was a huge deal. And I think he he was a nice he was becoming a nice player. He made the one t- touchdown against Dallas. I mean, he he he's in, he's interesting to me. I, and, I, and I would I would pick him. I think the Saints I, I think the Saints like him, and I think he's he's going to be the guy that's going to catch at least forty. He's well, he kept uh, – you got to give him credit for two things. I mean, he, he feels like a plus version of Brandon Coleman. And uh, also, he prevented Brandon Marshall. Now, you, you could argue that Brandon Marshall was most responsible for Brandon Marshall not playing. Um, but uh, he kept him on the bench. So, Yeah. Um, it, it's, I mean, If I found a Brandon Marshall jersey for $5 at TJ Maxx, they, oh, yeah. I would buy that. <laughs> Oh yeah, Des, Des Bryant also. <laughs> you could get Des Des Bryant, Brandon Marshall, Willie Champ Steve. Bailey, you get the, and Champ Bailey. You get the four pack for eleven dollars. <laughs> what well, What was that linebacker that kept coming to training camp and retired like seven times? Dan Morgan. Dan Morgan. Yes. Twice. Yeah. He did that to yeah. us twice. Yeah, it was, it was twice, but who's counting? <laughs> uh, yeah. Mr. Jessica Simpson, he would be another quality. Ooh, Eric random, Johnson, yeah. Eric, random Saints jersey. Um, we should just have a podcast where we seriously just name ex-Saints for a full hour. <laughs> well, so I'll, I'll get a. I'll, In fact, let's do that now. Let's just go. <laughs> we'll just, I'll just play the Jeopardy music and we'll just name Saints. We'll do. We'll do that probably like the end of June. We can't yeah. think of a, we can't Dave, think of you're get, you're you're getting your ass kicked in this game. I know. My memory. You should going. just have a podcast where I go to the black and gold shop, go to the discount rack, and just read all the jersey names. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll live stream it. Hey man, if we can have um, if we can have ten people on the live stream that I didn't announce because I, in my heart, I didn't believe that it would work. Um, if we can have ten people just drop in randomly when I did it two minutes before the show started. I think if we announced it and it went off without a hitch, Dave, I think we could get 20, 22 people to listen to you live stream the discount rack at the Black and Gold store. Let's do it. So, in How other Saints we got news, listening right now that are live? <laughs> How many do we have? Ten. We'll do it live! We'll do it live! I need to get that sound, too. Um... Andrew, the other Saints news that is interesting is Robert Quinn visited the Cowboys last week. The Saints were reportedly interested. He, he reportedly visited the Saints today. Um, and they had news that Ziggy Ansa, his agent, was like, teams aren't really interested until we get the second uh, opinion on his back uh, and we know what's Shoulder. going on. Shoulder. Uh, so that tells me, this is my theory, that the Saints – doctors and we can make fun of the saints doctors being terrible dave that's we can take that as a given but i think the saints doctors looked at, his, at ziggy Ons's back and was like there is no fucking way you were giving this guy a dollar over the minimum and the saints went okay and they moved it along to robert quinn uh either one of you can jump in but is that a fair theory for me to have 
I think it is. I mean, yeah. if they're if they're uh, poking around with Robert Quinn, and it's more complicated with Quinn now because they've got to first agree to a contract, then agree on compensation with the Dolphins, then acquire him. So there, it's it's more multifaceted and just more complicated than just signing Ziggy Ansah. So in my opinion, if Ansah was their guy, they wouldn't be exploring this and. My gut tells me that they've kind of decided against Ansah for the time being, uh, unless either they don't like the contract that Quinn wants or they don't like the compensation that they'd have to give up, then maybe they'll go back to Ansah. But I got to think right now the Saints are kind of moving on for the time being. Dave, your thoughts? Um, You know, the whole Quinn thing, you know, I listened to your – seven minutes of saints podcast where you talk about robert quinn um and uh you know the uh, that that's an attractive offer to me i just uh, you know the the dolphins they're they're having a fire sale i mean they're they're in rebuild mode mode um and you know you guys talked about robert quinn and what it would take to get him as far as compensation the dolphins actually are looking are, are willing to take a 2020 draft pick not 2019 um, and that's good news for the Saints because they don't have any 2019 draft picks. I'm, I'm only I'm only exaggerating slightly, um, <laughs> but they've got. I don't know exactly what they have in 2020, but I'm I'm going to assume that they have more draft picks in 2020 than they do in 2019. They do right um, now, but right. they haven't had the 2019 draft yet. So I mean. I, and I believe that the Dolphins are also, I think they did it with one player so far this offseason, where they're willing to pay part of his of, of They did their it with Tanny. They, yeah. they paid part of his salary to get a better pick back. I mean, the Dolphins are really just, they're just trying to accumulate as much cap space and assets and, and, and draft picks, that kind of stuff, as they can uh, by getting rid of people that I guess that they, they don't see that are not part of their plans in the future. So um, I think it's, you know, again, 2020 draft pick, that's not bad for the Saints. Um, possibly getting some of this, of his bonus or his roster uh, or his salary taken care of. He makes a lot of money. He makes almost $12 million. Yeah, I know. But he's, uh, he, you know, he's he's one of the better ones. He's one of the, you know. Here, he's one of the best pass so. Oh, by by the way, Mecha Fred Zilla said uh, that you can uh, that you'll find five different Jeremy Shockey jerseys right now at the Black and Gold store, and and a, and a few Delvin Bro. Ooh, Delvin Bro. Del, Delvin Bro is definitely one I would want. By the way. Oh yeah, he's killing it in Canada. By the way. Yep. Uh, does that mean we're gonna sign him back again? Yeah, I'm going with no. No. <laughs> Garrett Grayson would be a fun one. Who was the who was the left-handed quarterback for the Saints they had in the preseason? Oh, Canfield? Uh, Sean yeah, Canfield. Sean Canfield. Yeah, yeah, he was terrible. He'd be fun. Johnny Patrick, if you want to go bad corner. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, um, Johnny Patrick was on this podcast. Was he? Uh, maybe, maybe he did Saints Nation. Maybe I interviewed would be fun. The pirate would be a great one. I don't even know if they made his jersey. Like to be on the discount rack, they have to make the jersey in bulk, right? So right. So that's the key. Um, uh, Adrian Arrington for me. Oh awesome. man, camp superstar. One of the one of the one of the true one of the true true Saints message board heroes of all time. Probably top five. Oh, Me- Mecha Fredzilla. I'm pretty uh, sure it's Mecha Fredzilla. Well, right? whatever. That that's Fredo. That's Fredo from Twitter. Oh, uh, so. okay. Nola Fredo. Yeah. So now we know who that is. Or Alfredo. <laughs> yes, Alfredo. So here's the thing with <clears throat> the thing with the Dolphins, as as my wife has said. What did you say about my the Dolphins wife. when I asked you if you gave them gave a shit about the Dolphins? She said, I don't give a shit. Astros are playing in two days. Uh, what would you give? Would you, you? I know you said you'd give up a 20, but if the Dolphins wanted a, 
a f- to the both of the Saints fifths this year or fourth? Like what? What's the what's the round that you're willing to give up, Dave? Uh, for this year or for next year, or it doesn't matter. Whatever, it doesn't. You can either. I don't care. I don't know. Third. I mean, I think a third would be fine. Third? No. For I mean, for, I think they gave up for Bridgewater, a quarterback. Well, he's supposed to be the fucking next franchise quarterback. Mm. I'd say they'd give up. I, I would say. I would say a fifth. I'd give up both fifths. What the fuck? Again, I don't think that we. I don't think that any the Saints or any team need to give up a 2019 pick. But anyway, uh, I yeah, I would I would certainly go as high as a third. I mean, the interesting thing with the Saints is they <laughs> even though they don't have uh, draft some. picks and we felt like they didn't have cap space, I feel like. They're going all in as much as they can again if the reports of Jerry Cook getting a one-year, $8 million deal are correct. Um, oh, and we for- we totally forgot to, to – they signed the kick returner from Minnesota. Sure. That we had yeah. never heard of before, but Cheryl. apparently is very good. Yeah. Apparently. I- somehow that dude has five punt returns for touchdowns in his career – and he's like 32 years old, is and I'm like I, I don't know how I've never heard of him. Like he, he's the dude that broke Thomas Morstead's ribs in that playoff game. Remember when Thomas Morstead was like hunched over and could barely punt in that yeah. playoff game because he got drilled in the ribs. Well, that was the dude, and like somehow he destroyed Morstead, and I, I didn't know his name. I, I should have hated him for life for doing that, but I didn't know his name. He's 32. I mean, when the Saints got him, I thought he was like a UDFA like two years ago, and he like had a good season, and the Saints were getting like some young, promising punt returner. And it turns out he was like a modern-day Devin Hester, and I didn't even know. <laughs> you could have given, you could have offered me a million dollars and told me his name, and I <laughs> wouldn't have known who the fuck he was. When I saw Cheryl, I was like, they signed the old coach of Mississippi State? That's weird. Um, is he going to castrate a bull? Uh, no, but it's interesting to me in that, you know, the Saints, Dave, they've made this commitment to special teams. They got a good punt returner. They got rid of Tommy Lee, who was terrible. They kept uh, Will Lutz. They signed... Uh, Chris Banjo, they signed Hardy. Um, you know they've made this Robertson. commitment on, you know, yeah, and and apparently Cheryl is a good gunner as well. So they've made this commitment on special teams to all the players that made the special teams great last year, and yet they fired the staff, <laughs> which is just odd. Yeah, it's weird. Hey, I got a bunch of questions on the chat. Do you want me to uh, wait till uh, the uh, Twitter? questions or no fire them off because we got to go to the twitter questions so fire the chat questions all right so jess uh leconte um i'm sorry if i'm saying your name what was that what was that name leconte leconte uh he said he says uh, actually this isn't a question he just said live off-season podcast bold move that's why i keep you guys around all right uh john paluba asks uh is drew Brees regression overrated or is it actually happening that's a good question, Dave. Your thoughts? Uh, well, you know, it's funny. I want to go. <laughs> I'm going to go back to the Canal Street Chronicles archive to back to like 2010, back when people, you know, every off season since like 2010, people would say, "Oh, Drew Brees is he's declining. He's declining." Uh, it's been nine years since then, <laughs> uh, and Drew Brees is still around. Uh, he's still putting up gaudy numbers now. His the gaudiness in his numbers now, though, uh, is more about uh, accuracy and completion percentage. You know, I, I don't know whether we're going to see Drew put up another 5,000-yard season anymore. Um, I certainly think he could if he had uh, better wide receivers uh, or a more talented group of wide receivers. But um, I, I, I think I've mentioned this before, but I'll mention it again. I mean, as long as Tom, Tom Brady is playing, uh, Tom Brady is a year older than Drew Brees. As long as Tom Brady is playing, uh, there's no reason why Drew Brees can't be playing. And actually, Drew Brees can play to be even with Tom Brady. Drew Brees would actually have to play a year after Tom Brady 
uh, retires. So, I, I, again, I, I, but the question was about declining. I, you know, I think he's. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's got the arm strength that he maybe once had. But I mean, being a successful quarterback in the NFL today is is more about, in my opinion, is more about accuracy and and making the right decisions and you know yeah. check downs. And well, it's funny. It's funny that you mentioned uh, you know like 2010 because I don't know if you know Andy Benoit. Uh, I got to give a shout out to our buddies at the black and gold review, uh, the saints blog, they, it, they, uh, Ryan from, from over there details. I mean, every tweet that Andy Benoit has put out, Benoit has put out since 2012 and he goes every year. I mean, 2012, 2014, 15, 16, 17. I mean, he's got about 18 tweets in here where Benoit like has a Drew Brees arm decline fetish. Like, I mean, he just references <laughs> Drew Brees' arm decline. <laughs> like, Brees keeps putting passer rating efficiencies over 100 every season. And he just keeps, like, he's going on seven years strong of talking about Drew Brees' arm decline. Um, my thing is, so Brees, so back to the question. Of course, he cannot make the throws he used to make. I mean, that that's obvious. Uh, but... Um, you look at his efficiency. I mean, he, he has found ways to be successful to lead an offense that is productive. And, you know, he may not be he may not be the player he used to be, but there is still a huge advantage of having Breeze as your quarterback when you consider his pre-snap adjustments, his audibles, where he's going with the football, his accuracy inside 10 yards. Um, so, you know, he may not be the cannon arm. I don't know that he ever was. He may have lost a little bit there, but... Uh, I still think there's a huge advantage to having him under center. Here's my thing about True Breeze's decline. After the right after the NFC Championship game, and as we were raging against the officials fucking us, um, I was really worried about Drew Breeze's decline because you looked at him and you're like, he looks a little bit injured, and he's 40, and I really worry about it. But now, as all this information comes out. If guys, if I had told you going into the NFC Championship game, if I had told you Max Unger is compromised and is going to retire after this game, after this year, if I told you Max Unger is compromised, we know all the rest of the injuries on the offensive line. The Saints are going to lose both tight ends in the game. Okay, uh, Kirkwood's not going to play. If I had told you all that going into the NFC Championship game, wouldn't you kind of as have expected how he looked like I yes. don't ne- what's that yes so I don't necessarily I think the decline is a little bit overrated because the Saints had major fucking injury issues on their offense it wasn't like they were healthy and let's be real if Philadelphia secondary hadn't been a giant garbage pile the Saints would have had a harder time in that game with all the, the issues they were facing and I just think Give them the off season. Let them all get healthy. Let Drew Brees get healthy. You know, I think it can still be okay. And the thing is, clearly the Saints know what they have to do. They went out and got Cooks. They went. They Unger retired. They got Easton. I mean, I'm not as worried about it as I was five, six weeks ago. If that's if that's anything on the decline. So, uh, all right, I got, I got a cu- I got a couple more. Uh, Fredo says, does Gronk asks, does Frank, uh, does Gronk retiring mean the Irv Smith dream died before it even started? I think the, that dream was dead before Gronk retired. I, yeah, I, I think Irv Smith is going before sixty four or wherever the Saints 60, are breaking. 60, yeah, sixty. Um, so let's see. Does, I got. Does Gronk retiring mean that Jared Cook signs with the Patriots instead of us? No, uh, I don't we think ta- so. No, I mean we talked about it just because it's, this Jared Cook thing is is it is a very weird Saints signing, and that usually the Saints don't sort of drag this stuff out as long as Jared Cook hap- happens. But I just think, um, I think I think he'll be fine. Um, so let me. I got. I got. I got one more. Uh, okay, go. Ju- Juke rule. Okay, asks. Uh, Vikings have already given up on Cousins. Discuss. <laughs> I want to say, I told Andrew all last off season. I said the Vikings aren't 
going to be as good because Kurt Cousins, no matter how good he can be, he's never going to be as good as 2017 Case Keenum. Even though Case Keenum was a one-hit wonder, Kurt Cousins is never going to be that good. And Kurt Cousins showed exactly who he is. He's just a little, he's just a compiler, just good enough to never win anything. Congratulations, Minnesota. You, you really did. You did. You nailed that. I mean, it, but it, like it wasn't hard, but I'm right like once a year. Um, let's see. I got some questions on Twitter. Dave, are the Saints still the favorite to win the NFC South, in your opinion? That's from Dylan. Hell yeah. Who's going to stop them? Who's the biggest threat? Uh, I think Atlanta, because I think yeah. I think I think you know Matt Ryan's probably going to be healthy, and they had a lot of injuries last year. But the thing about Atlanta, man, I think Dan Quinn is really, really teetering, and I think a slow start could get him whacked. So. Uh, I think the Saints are still the clear favorite. This is a question, another question from Dylan Andrew. More touchdowns next year, Cameron Meredith or Des Bryant? <laughs> well, Des isn't on the team yet. Um, you know, uh, I, I'm not ready to give up on Cam Meredith. We, we've got a – I'll tease that Ralph and I have a seven-minute for Saints uh, tomorrow um, or well, maybe it's Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. Yeah, um, where we'll kind of discuss – the Saints receivers. I'll just leave it there, but uh, I'll have some Pay more. Seven dollars. It's worth it. Seven dollars a month. You get four extra a month. Of yeah, four extra so podcasts a week. Do it. I'll uh, I'll kind of share some more insight and thoughts um, at that point. But uh, but I, I th- I'm confident Meredith can bounce back. I think I don't know that he'll have like a 50 catch season, but um, you know, 25 catches, a couple touchdowns. I could see it happening. Uh. This is from St. James. Does Jeff Duncan derive some sort of sexual pleasure pleasure from pissing off Saints fans and LSU fans? I swear every tweet he puts out is designed to make me angry. <laughs> oh, God bless you. Early early front runner for tweet of the year. Yeah. St. James. Yeah. Um, I got to say, like, the, the, the media – Oh, and by the way, props to T-Bob Bear and the guys up in Baton Rouge for just raking Dick Vitale over the coals this morning. That was awesome. Find it and listen to it. Uh, I know we're not an LSU podcast, but most of you probably are LSU fans. Uh, it was phenomenal. I just think Jeff Duncan, he likes to play the adversarial hate me villain, yeah. villain for New Orleans, and that's the He's sort of that's his, that's his stick. That's his brand. Uh, and he does it, you know? He likes um, to poke the bear. Dave, this is a good question. Would you guys get more satisfaction with a garbage 2019 season from the Falcons or the Rams? That's a good question. Mm. Mm. That's, that's juicy. That's juicy. That's juicy. Let me uh, let me unpack this for, for a moment, if you will. <laughs> mentally, mentally unpack this. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's good for the open right yeah, there. That yeah, sound bite. Jot, jot that down. There's there's another one for you. Save your it own, for the spank bank. For your own personal spank bank. Then. You're welcome, by the way. You're welcome. Um, that was a little tease right there, by the way. You're gonna go. God, I'm, I'm, you know, the, the Rams are the, uh, you know, are the flavor du jour, if you will. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Rams. Fuck the Rams. Can dude. I say? Can I even say though something? it wasn't their fault, even though it was the referee's fault, I don't I don't want to I, I I you know I just want to make sure we're all on the same page here. I, I want to make sure that our hatred is remains laser focused, and it needs to, it needs to be that focus needs to remain 100% of the time on the referees and the officiating. Can I can I say one thing? Can I tell the Houston Rockets to go fuck themselves? Their little tweet when they beat the Pelicans, where they used the Tommy Lee play, and they superimposed the Rockets logo and the Pelicans logo over it and said, we got the win in New Orleans. Hey, guys. Oh, they did you... not. Really? When did they do yeah, that? They, they did that, uh, what was it, last night. Hey, guys, oh, you missed a thousand point. consecutive three-pointers in Game 7 at home against the Warriors. You don't need to be trolling nobody, okay? <laughs> it's just me. My wife gave me a Wow, that's, 
My wife. Life. My it's cold blooded though. Man. My wife. It is cold blooded. It was uncalled for. If they, they had like well won have, the championship, well I would let it Might as well make a Katrina joke. <laughs> Andrew, this is from Inside Saints. Based on the tape everyone saw, what is Marcus Davenport's realistic expectations? Oh, sky's the limit, man. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, realistically, I think eight sacks. You know, next year, I mean, that's a realistic number. Um, I, I would love to see him get double digits. I, I really think he could be a star. I, I still think you look at his potential, man, it, it's off the charts. I mean, I, I think we saw enough on tape. I mean, we saw enough just watching him in these games that he is a freakish talent. And if he can put it together, um, I mean, the most recent guy I can think of where – I, I just felt like, holy shit, this draft pick is a cut above kind of some of the other players on the roster. I felt that way about Teron Armstead when I first saw him play, um, and I felt that way about Akeem Hicks. You know, those are kind of the two guys where I, they really just – it was raw talent, but, man, they just jumped off the board. You, you gushed you, like you a schoolgirl You gushed like a schoolgirl from Michael Thomas when you went to the Greenbrier. That's true. That's true. Yeah, he's he was another one uh, that really stood out. But uh, I, I put Davenport absolutely in the in that category with those those three guys. So um, I I think realistic is eight, but I don't think it's out of the question that he's a year or two away from being a fifteen sack guy. I think he could be that good. Yeah. Um, here's a. Um interesting question Dave you can answer it but we can all answer because it it's good now that Nick Underhill has disappeared into the land of Patriots and paywalls who is your number one Saints follow for for Saints news and if you say Jeff Duncan you're dead to me man there's a lot of uh, I mean I, I'm all for this there's a lot of Jeff Duncan vitriol he has your um, clock doesn't he he does yeah I mean like you clearly you have not been listening to this podcast if if you don't realize that I am not a fan of Jeff Duncan. So who, who's, the, who's the go-to guy now that Underhill's gone? I've always liked, um, even though I don't, I, I don't read The Athletic or subscribe to it. No. I've, I've always liked uh, I was going to say it might be Larry Holder if I could read his articles. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, uh, that's the truth of it. Sorry. <sighs> uh, yeah, who is the go-to? Man, I it's tough. It's tough. The thing for me with the athletic is, I have hard time paying for content for uh, teams that I don't like. So they're like, you get all this stuff for the athletic, but I'm like, I only really care about the Saints and the Pelicans. So like, I, Mike I, Triplett. I, I would I would say Mike. Yeah. Triplett. I mean, he, he's he he is a great dude. Um, I think he's thoughtful in his analysis in general. I think he. When he reads really good stuff from other reporters, he, he's not ashamed or afraid to share good stuff. So I, I think he's always been kind of um, a good good dude like that. But uh, um, he would definitely be my go-to, my I triplet. Would say, I would say triplet and Diana Rossini. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's not a Saints beat writer, but yeah. She's, but she like is. She's always because... breaking her news. She yeah. has a she has a direct line into the Saints facility because she breaks fucking ninety percent of the Saints news, you know. Yeah, um, I think she's she's got naked photos on Sean Payton. <laughs> I I remember he wishes. Uh, 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 I don't know how that how that happened, but because she, she what has she she's broken Brandon Cooks trade. She's broke, um, you know, all of it. So. Uh, oh. More Jared Cook questions. Why hasn't he signed? Um, how hurt were you? Uh, who will step up and fill the gap left by unfollowing Mark Ingram on social media players-wise? <laughs> I, I think that one's for Andrew. Since he... I, I don't really follow uh, Saints players much. Um, they're kind of insufferable, a lot of them. Um, Kamara can I, I, be good. Kamara can be really good on social media. Yeah, I, there, there's only like two or three Saints players that I follow. Um, I, I mean, Zach Streif is an ex-Saint now, but he's very entertaining. Um, I would say uh, I just recently started following uh, Teddy Bridgewater. 
and he, he seems okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does a lot of inspirational quotes. I miss the days of having every quote that he, every tweet that he would do, trying to figure out if it meant he was going to resign with the Saints. But now that he's back, I don't have to do that. Um, yeah. So that'll wrap up. Uh, wrap it up today's episode so we'll have another version of we'll have another new open next week um so that'll be exciting and and listen pay the seven dollars angry angry ocho says uh cam jordan twitter for the win (laughs) so thanks to everybody on the live stream we appreciate it it worked uh we'll try it again next week as always um pay your seven dollars become a patron Become a become a patron and and sign up for Patreon by May first, and you get a free beer koozie that has shipped to me via Dave. I saw an email that it's on its way. Uh, everybody on Patreon on May first tomorrow, you get a beer koozie, and everybody that's on Podbean and switches over to Patreon, you get a beer koozie, and everybody that's new. You get a beer koozie. Basically, every fucking person that is on Patreon and is at least a $3.28 a month member, you get a free beer koozie. My wife is going to hate hate me because she's going to have to ship out like 300 of them. But do it by April 1st. You get a beer koozie. Do it. So that about will wrap up the show. Uh, I get to play the John Wick about to murder a dude on the dance floor music, uh, which is exciting. Uh, <laughs> thanks to everybody in the live stream. I feel like I'm at Buku Fest. <laughs> the only podcast where you can drop ecstasy and break over a glow stick and it feels like home. For Andrew, for Dave, I'm Ralph Marlboro. Until next week, The dance floor is closed.